There are three variables you can modify when you're starting to run after you've had an injury. That's what we're gonna talk about today on the Doc on the Run podcast. So the big question is this, how are runners like us who don't like hearing doctors say, just stop running, who know that we simply have to stay active, how do we heal in a way that lets us stay strong, maintain our running fitness and keep preparing for the next race and still heal without making the injury worse? Well, that is the question, and this podcast will give you the answers. My name is Dr. Christopher Segler, and welcome to the Doc on the Run podcast. Now look, when you run and you're trying to get back to running, you have to think about all of the variables that can actually increase the stress and strain to your injured tissues and get you over your threshold for recovery or your threshold for re-injury, whichever way you look at it. Now, there are really three, and when I lecture at medical conferences, I'm always telling doctors that these are the three variables you have to play with, and you do have to play with them if you want to get an athlete back to running as quickly as possible. Now, in my opinion, the worst way for an injured runner to go back to running after an injury like an Achilles tendon rupture or a really bad stress fracture or something like that is to say, you know what, your x-ray looks good, your incision looks good, I think you're healed. Let's get that cast off of you. Just go out and run and see how it feels. Let pain be your guide and just see how it goes. I think that's a terrible idea. You are weaker, you are stiffer, you've lost your neuromuscular connections, your form's gonna be terrible. You're gonna be at much higher risk of a re-injury when you're at your weakest moment, which is when you first get ready to run if you just go from zero to running like that. But when you run, if you think about this, you got a couple of variables you can mess around with. Now, as an example of how to not do it, there was a really interesting patient I saw one time. He actually had run the Boston Marathon. He was in the top 50 in the Boston Marathon. His goal was to run uh, 215 at London. Okay, so London Marathon, 215, what does that mean? Well, I mean, that's hard for me to imagine actually doing that, but at a 215 marathon finishing time, that means a pace of five minutes, nine seconds per mile for 26.2 miles. Now in his mind, he could do that. So he had been training, he'd been running, he'd been running really fast and running 26.2 miles at 509 does not seem that hard to him, right? He could do it. So if he goes out and runs eight miles at a five minute pace, that doesn't seem like anything to him because it's only eight miles, right? And so what happened is that he got a really bad Achilles tendon injury and an orthopedic surgeon told him to sit still, to use a boot, then not use a boot and so on. And after it was sort of healed, the orthopedic surgeon said, well, just go out and go for a test run and see how it goes. Now this is a normal approach. It's not wrong per se. I just don't do it this way. Well, what would he do? So he didn't have any other direction because the orthopedic surgeon wasn't really somebody that specifically treats runners and he said, go try it out. So he did, he went out for a test run and I asked him what happened. He said, well, I went to Golden Gate Park. I went out for a test run. What was your test run like? I ran eight miles at a five minute pace. What happened? Well, it hurt. It hurt a lot and then it hurt a lot the next day and it started swelling. So what'd you do? Well, I went to see the orthopedic surgeon. He said, you need to take more time off. So it took a month off. Well, what'd you do? Well, I didn't run for a month. It didn't really hurt. And then I went for a test run. What was your test run like? You want to guess? That's right. Eight miles at a five minute pace again. And what happened? It hurt. He did this over and over for literally months. And I guess you could say he was a little bit of a slow learner, but he did eventually learn that this was not going to work for him, that it was causing a big problem. And then we had to do a procedure to actually get his Achilles tendon better. And then he got back to running, but I did not say go out for a test run. Well, why am I telling you this? Well, number one, he had been taking a long period of time off of running. So he wasn't actually fit enough at that point to withstand running five minute miles for only eight miles. 
To put it in more reasonable terms, if you're like a four hour marathoner and you're used to running your marathons at 9.09 and you take six months off of running, you should not go out and run nine minute miles the first time. That's way too fast because you have three variables, right? So he was playing with two of the variables only. There are really three. Number one is the force of landing, that's gravity. So you have a couple of choices. You can run on a different planet and have lower gravity. You could run on the moon and have lower gravity. You could run in outer space and have lower gravity. You could run on an Alter G treadmill or some other things like an Alter G treadmill. You could run in a pool. There are ways to decrease the force of gravity. But if you're running outside, you can't remove the force of gravity unless you're on another planet. The other two variables, the ones he was messing with, are the time and the speed. Well, his speed was about the same as it was before his injury, five minutes a mile. He just decreased the amount of time he was running. So he was only running for 40 minutes instead of a couple of hours. Well, that wasn't sufficient. That was enough to actually push him back into re-injury. And so if you go and, and you start training again, the way that I usually do is I say, what you really want to do is run at a lower force of gravity and you want to go very, very slow and you want to slowly increase your time first. That's the least damaging of those three variables. The next thing you want to do, once you get to the time that you want to run, whether that's half an hour or an hour, you start gradually increasing your speed. You go from your base training pace or what I call a charity pace, running with something a lot slower than you normally would. You go from that to running a little bit faster to your marathon pace, to your half marathon pace, your 10K time, your 5K speed, and maybe even your speed work. But you ramp up the time first and then the speed, and then you ramp up the force of gravity last. If you do it in a systematic way like that, you're basically checking to see, am I gonna make this worse? That's the best way to do it. But if you just take off and you go for a run and you cause a bunch of pain and some more tissue damage, then you have a setback. A setback will never get you back to running faster. Now, if you had a nagging injury and you wanna get back to running, I've got something for you that might help a lot. Listen, no matter where you are in your running injury recovery journey, if you feel stuck, if you're losing your running fitness, if you're confused about what to do next, I created something for you that can really help if you're recovering from an injury and you don't wanna get left behind. Take the running injury quiz to figure out exactly what's needed to speed up your running injury recovery right now. It's free. You can go get it at docontherun.com quiz. So go check it out and I'll see you there.